The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Good morning, Dallas Cowboys fans. This is Tony Catalina of bloggingtheboys.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. And I'm proud to present to you your daily Cowboys Roundup for Friday, November 19th, 2021. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope everybody's ready for the weekend. Ready to kind of get into some more football and some more just rest and relaxation. At least that's my plan. I'm going to watch some good college football games. I'm going to watch you know, my, our Dallas Cowboys probably battle out for the best uh football game of the year honestly it's got it's gonna have playoff atmosphere gonna have a Super Bowl feel to it that's how everybody kind of feels and understands it that's how I'm feeling about it I think it's gonna be a great football game I'm pumped up and I hope everybody's weak you know week went by quickly easily and you're just ready to uh, enjoy some time off and some good football <laughs> uh, you know it's it's exciting week. We got an exciting opportunity, a big game in front of us, and you know there's some good storylines and some um, interesting tidbits coming out here. So let's get right into it. Cowboys left tackle Tyron Smith did individual work on uh, Thursday, and Co- Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy said he thought Smith looked good in his work. He'll do similar work um, throughout this week and see kind of where he's at. And just kind of, um, they'll monitor him to see. But everything looks good for him to possibly play Sunday. And I think that's a, a big addition for this Cowboys team. I think everything's kind of been trending in a positive way for Tyron Smith kind of playing here. And um, getting the full cast of characters together on the offensive line. I mean, one through five, we haven't seen that all year. You know, week one, Zach Martin missed the first game. And, you know, so it's it, it'll be good to get those five guys together, and um, I'm excited for that possibility. Even if Tyron Smith isn't 100%, he's had a couple, you know, a couple weeks off. And I think that probably do him some, you know, do wonders for him and his ability to uh, to produce and be a quality quality asset to this team because the Cowboys are a different team when he's out there for sure. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy actually got to talk, touch upon Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott and just how. Um, you know, how good their relationship is and how much of good friends they are. And, you know, it's kind of important to how this team and their camaraderie is. So he actually got to touch on that a little bit and said, uh, you know, compared to other teammates he's, you know, coached in the past, he said this definitely ranks up there. It's definitely a special relationship. Their bond will go far for be far beyond the football field. And I think we've all kind of seen that. They've been best friends, you know since the since the beginning you know they got the Dallas area code thing working on together with them and um 
you know, you always just see them come out together, fist pump. And I think they're just a genuine friendship. And I think it shows on the football field. They play for each other. I think there's a legitimate, you know, genuine, I got your back, you got my back type of situation with those two. And it, it doesn't hurt the fact that both supremely talented football players. So putting those two together, having them click, they've been clicking since the, you know, their, their first year together. And, you know, I don't know if much of you caught the, caught the conversation Dak had with the media on Thursday where he was talking about how um, Dak and Zeke were um, commuting together into practice at the first uh, first year because Dak had a car and Zeke didn't and he left a five million dollar check in Dak's car and Dak was saying like oh you know I'm not going to see this money for my first four years so it's a pretty funny story I'm pretty bad at telling it but it was just a a funny uh, you know amusing look into their type of relationship and what kind of uh you know, kind of relationship they have. So I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Head coach Mike McCarthy also got to talk about the Cowboys versus Chiefs game, saying this is two excellent teams coming together. If I was a fan, this is a game I'd watch, especially with these two excellent quarterbacks. I mean, he hit the nail on the head, right? I think we all kind of feel that. I think the buzz in this week's a little different than some other weeks. Um, you know, in a conference game, possible Super Bowl matchup, um, this got some real opportunity to um, – to be an exciting matchup for these two teams that, uh, you know, a lot of points, a lot of offense, and who knows, it might surprise us with a little bit of Cowboys playing some defense, and um, it just, it'll be a cool atmosphere, because, you know, the Chiefs fans are going to bring it, and you know, they're going to be uh, a tough crowd, you know, they're going to have a lot of things um, between the two of them, kind of just duking it out with, you know, the fans and the team, it'll just be a cool atmosphere to be a part of that. Uh, Cowboys Vice President Stephen Jones got to speak today, and he got to talk. Oh, excuse me, he got to speak on uh, on Thursday about the fact that he got to talk about Micah Parsons and um, you know how the draft kind of panned out. He said, "Sometimes you just get fortunate. We were focused on those corners, and as bad as we thought we needed a cornerback, we went with the best player on our board. Certainly, that's paid off for us. I mean, you know, if you if you can remember, because you know April was a long time ago. Feels like that at least, right?" Um, the Cowboys are dead set on Patrick Sertan or J.C. Horn or getting one of these cornerbacks, um, you know, into the fold here. And I think a lot of us, myself included, were all in on the horse of, you know, let's just get these corners in here. Let's get these guys, um, you know, I think it would take elevate this defense. But I'm not complaining. And as soon as I saw the Michael Parsons pick and kind of d- dived in a little bit more, I knew this kid had um, crazy potential. Did I think he would be this uh, this productive this early? I don't think I, I could say that. I don't think anybody really... Um, you know, would have projected that he would be this impactful, but uh, it's been impressive to see the kind of football play he's had and the kind of football player he's kind of developing into. So uh, Michael Parsons has been a pleasant surprise, and I think everybody knows that, and it's it's been wonderful to watch. And some, you know, practice notes a little bit more here. Uh, Kelvin Joseph was not at practice on Thursday due to a personal matter. But everybody else was at the practice, you know, and like we kind of touched on it, Tyron Smith went through some early practice work during the session that was open to the media. He looks like he's trending in a positive direction, like I mentioned earlier. So outside of Kelvin Joseph, it looks like it to be, um, you know, full full attendance there for the Cowboys. And um, it's a good thing. You know, we're heading into, we're getting a little healthier. We're getting some troops coming back. Uh, you know, Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory should be back uh, sooner rather than later. You got Neville Gallimore coming around the corner. Uh, Brent Urban should be coming back and you know with Michael Gallup back I mean that looks like you know most of the guys coming back and can be defensive players because we know how this offense is and what this offense can do so it's uh it's exciting to see that um, this defense could be right around the corner from 
being, you know, we consider them good right now. You know, they they could take it up a whole nother level once they get some of these guys back. And, you know, when Dan Quinn implements a full roster of defensive players that he hasn't really had the, the benefit of having through the whole season. So he's made do with what he's got. And, um, you know, it's going to come interesting, be interesting when it comes to, you know, making spots and roster, you know, moves for these guys. Because there's been some depth guys that really, you know, made some plays and been a, a good help for this team. So there are some guys that's going to force some situations and, you know, it's a good problem to have. On some little stats and notes we like to talk about on Fridays here, um, Michael Parsons is the only player in the league to rank top 15 in both pass rush win rate and run stop win rate per ESPN's metrics powered by next gen stats. That's pretty impressive. Um, and that just kind of touches upon like what we spoke earlier about Michael Parsons and how the Cowboys I wouldn't say they lucked into it because they did the homework and, and made the right pick, but sometimes the board falls your way. You're forced to make a decision, and in this case, they uh, they did the right thing, did the smart thing, and, and got a quality, quality football player. And some more stats, like we didn't already know that QB1 Dak Prescott was awesome. Dak Prescott is the fifth player since 1950 with 6-plus wins, 20-plus passing TDs, and a 70-plus completion percentage in the first 10 weeks of a season. Drew Brees did it twice in 2018 and 2011. Peyton Manning did it in 2013. Aaron Rodgers did it in 2011. And Tom Brady did it in 2007. So elite, elite company. Dak Prescott is among some of the league's greats. Some, you know, Hall of Fame quality players there. So that is super impressive. And, I mean, like you need to be told anymore how good Dak Prescott is. If the play doesn't do it for you, we're going to have continued stats to just let you know that we're amongst some rare some rare air right now. This is different. You know, um, we're the fan base that has gone from Troy Aikman to a long list of, you know, quarterbacks that we shall not mention, shall not name before we got to Romo. And, you know, we've gotten lucky that we've gotten to Dak Prescott here. So let's just take it in, enjoy the moment, and let's, you know, let's just enjoy what we have here. Let's take our weekly look into the NFC East matchups and what we got ahead for our opponent and excuse me our division foes really not our opponents but I guess they're our opponents every week the Washington football team will face off at uh, the Carolina Panthers this week and you know they helped us out last week by beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but uh, it's back to rooting against them I'm all in on Washington taking an L here to Carolina I think uh, we're not too scared about Carolina personally I think uh, if they sneak in the playoffs or however they find a way to get in there um, Cowboys are ready for it. They're not too worried about that. The Philadelphia Eagles are at home against the New Orleans Saints, and this game is interesting because the New Orleans Saints are a factor in the playoffs. I don't think they're a factor too much to us, but they factor into the play a little bit. So, I like I said, I'm always leaning towards the rooting against our division opponents, especially until the division is, uh, is sewn up. But, you know, in my opinion, go Saints in that one. They'll be kicking off at 12 noon, just like the Washington at Panthers game. Finally and lastly... New York Giants are at Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. So we'll be able to kind of watch that unfold on Monday. And, um, you know, <laughs> in this instance, I, I wouldn't mind rooting for the New York Giants. And it's like, right, have Tampa Bay, you know, take another L. Be totally fine by me. And that's pretty much it for today, everybody. I know um, it's Friday and I'm, you know, excited to get the, you know, get the day over with and get to the weekend just like I am. So just know, as always, we here at Blogging the Boys will have you covered on everything Dallas Cowboys related. So please do not forget to check out all of our podcasts. You know we drop them daily. 
So if you could and wouldn't mind, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a rating, write a review. You know we are nothing without our loyal listeners. You guys are fans. This is awesome. You guys are the best. And those things go a long way and are much, much appreciated. So like I said, that is all for today, Friday, November 19th. Again, my name is Tony Catalina. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. Come find me. Hit that follow button. Shoot me a message. And let's talk everything Dallas Cowboys football. I hope everybody has a great hump day, excuse me, a great Friday, and an even better rest of your weekend. Enjoy it. Have a great weekend. I will catch y'all on Monday.